This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by the One Stop Guild Shop. Man, if you're looking for a good time, you want to check out the One Stop Guild Shop. You can check them out at onestopguildshop.com, facebook.com forward slash onestopguildshop, and Instagram at onestopguildshopflorida. Ask yourself, what is One Stop Guild Shop? I'll tell you what it is. It's a pop-up D&D experience, and all you need is you. They provide everything you need. They get the characters. They've got the scenario. It's a hit it and quit it. It's a one-night, all-time fun D&D experience. You can check them out. You can book them for private parties and events. Just hit, hit them up on social media. You got a favorite shop, a bar, or just an awesome venue in general? Why don't you let them know? And then they could pop up there and you could have a great time. Check them out at One Stop Guild Shop. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com. Pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let's inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And let's do so the loose. You know the tag team champs. Man, we get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro waves. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Spot, we 
friendship is venomous. Sentences is limitless. Got it locked, only representatives can enter this. Any track I lace it and make them wanna rage quit. Cats can't escape it like waiting in your oasis. My vision is LASIK. Blast from the past, you can ask. Don't nobody wanna clash with the flash. Get your customers a refund. Cause you know we get the deed done quick like a Mega Man speed run. New record, watch my crew wreck it. Collect all the credits and make a smooth exit. We coming in hot, we coming, we coming in hot. We ready to rock, we ready, we ready to rock. We up in the spot, we up and we up in the spot. We came here to play, whether you ready or not. I will not lose. Internet. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, with me as always, my main man, Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man. We are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a weekly podcast dropping for your listening pleasure. And every single episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with a good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. <sighs> good, good times. times. Cheers, man. Cheers. 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 It is going to be a good night because we... Thank you, Kent Ward. Have yes. a very, very, very special Absolutely. guest on tonight. The man, the myth, the legend, the hardest working man in the business today. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Mega Ran. Hey, thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, man. We're super this stoked. Is awesome. We're super stoked. Great to have intro, you on. by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we definitely uh, we're looking forward to uh, Warriors of Light, a Final Fantasy tribute. Uh, I've been a fan of Final Fantasy since. The original NES. I still have mine complete in the box. Uh, I, I love I love the series. It's gone through its ups and downs, but you know I think a lot of us love the music. That's like the thing that cat brings us all together is that music. People love that music uh, and Absolutely. the characters and stuff like that. And it is. I'm gonna pull up the details real quick because uh, that's coming in November. I think it. It's right around the corner, guys. Yep. You definitely November ninth. There yep. it is, November ninth. Yep. Uh, it's right around the corner, and you can pick up your tickets. There's and- a couple ways you can go to ongakuoverdrive.com, um, and there obviously that's who's putting it on. Um, and you can also go to warriorsoflight.brownpapertickets.com. It's another one. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's twenty five online, online and thirty at the, at the door. door. So yeah, so definitely yeah, get your tickets early, and it. I mean, Ongaku Overdrive has been doing a lot of really cool events uh, over the last few years. Uh, they they've had, uh, I think they had, what did they have the year that we were we met Kent? They were doing, I forget what he, he was doing either like a uh, Legend of oh it's Wisdom Power Courage yeah that's he right did, he did the Legend yeah, of Zelda one. he did the Legend of Zelda one and he's I think he even did a Mega Man one one time I don't remember but he's yeah, done a few last year yeah last year we did go. Mega Man yeah 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 it's great. really cool so he loves you know he's a geek with music 
and video games. And he's like, well, why don't we combine them both? You know what I mean? So, and that's kind of with us. We're Deuce and I are hardcore gamers. We've been playing since we were like three years old, long time. And we've been watching wrestling. So we're, I mean, Deuce and I have known each other for uh, 21 years. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We've been, we decided to get on the mic and actually record our conversations that we'd have on the phone. No, our CPA said we could write off all our (laughs) beer purchases if we did a a podcast. So I said, (laughs) I could write off my video games and my beer. Done. Yeah. So sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. True. Uh, but yeah. So we're really looking forward to this event at the Abbey Orlando. Uh, really cool venue. Um, it's got a great atmosphere. Uh, but yeah, we're all looking forward to that. And and you, sir, Mr. Megan Rand, you are. Yep. Uh, we we saw some. We heard some clips online. Yep. Uh, you know, for those who don't know, you have a Black Materia album, which is fantastic. Deuce and I were just listening to it earlier. Uh, it, T- tell me about like obviously you get the common questions like how did you get into the business all that stuff we'll get into that later but like when you decided to do this Final Fantasy uh, tribute album essentially um, you know with your own lyrics on top how did how did how did that come about man it was uh, 2010 or 11 and I had found myself rebuying Final Fantasy 7 for like the third or fourth time in my life. You know, just being a huge fan of the series. I bought it for PlayStation. I bought it again when it was the greatest hits. I bought it on PSP. I think I got it on PC. I got it in so many places. So this particular time I bought it, and I think I was on a trip to Orlando and uh, popped open the PSP, and I was like, oh, wait, I got FF7 on here. So I started playing it again, and the music just started hitting me again. And I was just like kind of humming and freestyling words as the beats are coming on. And I'm like, oh, this could be cool. So I sat down with a good friend of mine named Cisco, uh, Lost Perception, who made some incredible remixes. He made like 25 tracks, like just remixing the entire soundtrack. And I'm like, this is so good. And uh, and I was like, I don't even know where to start. So I took like maybe 14 of them and we just told the story of FF7 beginning to end with all the characters, all the different weapons. And I just had a great time with it. It became like a really like important project in my career, you know, to the point where people were asking me to come and do gigs all over the world because that's how far Final Fantasy VII has reached, you know. So uh, I got to meet Nobuo Uematsu. Oh, wow. I got to go to Square Enix's offices in in, uh, London. You know, just like all these cool things have come from just kind of chasing my, my fandom and creating something that. I didn't already see a place for early, you know, in my career. I was like, oh, no one's doing this. So let me do it. <laughs> That's really it. That's really awesome. a need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, it's it's a game that obviously getting a remaster, a remake, a re- yeah. like a total re- remake from the ground up, a uh, reboot of it. Uh, and we're super stoked about that. It's coming out yeah. in March. So th- there's already a lot of press people going back and replaying it obviously the playstation classic that came out there's seven on there so there's a lot of different ways you can play and it'll be my first time going all the way through the game i played the game but i was younger when i played it and i just didn't have the attention span but now that i'm (laughs) older i've got the attention span to sit through a game like that and i'm excited to go back through it now and like get the experience which we should do an episode about me playing through it and like Versus your experience when you played right. through it as I'm a kid. I'm replaying through yeah. it again on my PSP. So like just before mm. the, re- the the remake comes out because I want to just refresh my head and memory, you know, on the stories and all that stuff. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a great story. It's also it's got a lot of uh, dark themes, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, 
talks about death, losing a best friend, like all this stuff. There's a lot of things that are going on. There's romance in there. There's, there's great characters that are funny and entertaining and they have the line. You know, and even for me, when I, when I first started playing this game, it was like, I saw like Barrett was like, he had a trashy mouth. He was like, he would, he would curse yeah, and everything. Yeah. And I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. It, it, I was like, Oh, <laughs> this is interesting. You know, obviously the F bombs or anything like that. He would uh, have that little, all the asterisks and all the symbols and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like they do in comic books. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is kind of dark. This is kind of adult, <laughs> you know? Uh, and it gets into a lot of things about like, um, environmentalists and things. And like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool themes in here that are important and still timely, you know? So I'm really interested in seeing how, they, how they tackle that stuff in the with the remake. So I'm going to tell you how I heard about you. This is a little name drop. Uh, I heard about you from Colin Moriarty. Do you know this gentleman? Mm. You, uh, he's, of he's, yeah. Uh, I heard because he. I was listening to the podcast that they had uh, back then. Uh, he's on the Sacred Symbols podcast now. He's got his own PlayStation podcast and and other things that Colin's Last Stand and all that. But uh, I've been following his career for a long time since like 2007, and he he name dropped you one time. He's like, "Oh, Megaran's the man. Like, I love his music. I've been, you know." And then I was like, oh, "And that's how I found out is through Colin Moriarty." So it's wow. kind of cool how like how that happens where you you're listening or you know people that know, and then they just kind of direct you to somebody. And that's how I found out about you. And then I I had to listen. Uh, he's like Blur Bomber, man. Check that album. It's album dope. And I I love that album. That's like the first album I heard from you. So I, I really dug that. And then I went back on the back catalog and all that later. But like, yeah. I mean, obviously, you're in Mega Rant, so you have to like Mega Man, right? Oh, so. of course. I think that's where Colin first heard of me. Yeah. Um, big shout out to Colin. He's been such a big supporter, like through this entire journey. Um, so <clears throat> he found the original album I did called Mega Rant, and uh, I had a Dr. Wiley song and some other ones. And uh, when they were doing podcast Beyond, I remember him talking about it there. And uh, then they asked me to come on, so I was on the show with him and Greg, and. It was a really fun time, and then we did the kind of funny live event. And Colin, there's a there's a video out there of Colin rapping my lyrics live of doing on stage doing the Dr. Wiley song, and he like kills it, like he's <laughs> so good at it. Oh, yeah. It's so good, like that was awesome to see a guy who I was a fan of, you know, loving his work, right. but him also appreciating what I do. Like that's <laughs> that's cool, man. That's the stuff that like you don't necessarily get into it for that. But like, it's got to feel good. Like if someone else has a podcast and they're into and they're interested and they love your work, you're like, oh, snap. Like, that's really cool. Like, it feels good to get respect from your peers, you know. And um, so, yeah, man, he's been so supportive. And uh, from a long like maybe, gosh, almost 10 years ago, maybe is when like he uh, somehow my music got on his radar through IGN. And uh, he's been super supportive ever since. Yeah, man. Uh, it's it's just cool how that works. You know, like Deuce and I, you know, we when we, we met Kent through... Uh, how did you meet Kent Ward? Do you remember? I want to say I met him through Free Play Florida, but that might not even be it because yeah. we knew... I think he knew Buck, which is one right. of our sponsors, Retro Game Treasure, and right. I think it was through him, but also through our love of wrestling because, like, we've seen him at Ring of Honor events right. we've seen and him a stuff lot like of that. We've seen him at a lot events. of our wrestling events. Yeah, we're, we're huge wrestling nerds. I mean, that was the thing that we always joke about is like when essentially when we were in diapers, we were watching wrestling, you know, like with our dads and stuff like that. And wrestling is obviously going through a lot of, you know, paradigm shifts lately. Maybe we could talk about that a little bit later. But wrestling has always been a huge fan and Kent. So it was was just it was it was like it was going to happen. Like we if we were within like 
a mile radius of Kent Ward, we were going to be friends with him because yeah. I mean, we we check all the boxes. So sometimes that happens. Absolutely. You meet somebody and they're just like, man, this guy loves what we love and you're passionate about it. Yeah. Passion speaks volumes. That was same thing with Kent and me. Like we met a long time ago. I did a show in Orlando and he came out and he's like, man, I'm just really into the gaming. I'm also into wrestling. I'm into like helping out the Orlando community. And like we just hit it off immediately. And uh, yeah, so you guys are men after my own heart, which is uh, good. We're all peas in a pot. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Well, speaking (laughs) of wrestling, you've been doing a lot with wrestling, my friend. You've been, you know, hanging out with the New Day. You've been in Ring of Honor having feuds with Bubba Ray Dudley. Yeah. Or Bubba Ray, I think, as they call him. Yeah. Bully Bully, Ray. Bully Bully Ray. Ray. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I've got to ask you because watching you on the ROH pay per view was amazing and seeing you on WWE TV was amazing. Have you had like a like a special wrestling moment so far that's been like your favorite? Oh man, I, there's nothing that probably has or will compare to me being in the middle of a ring in Madison Square Garden. So the opportunity Ring of Honor gave me to, to be able to do that was unbelievable. On top of that, I had the entire building booing me out of the building. So like, there's no feeling like when the entire building is making noise for you, whether it's good or bad, you know, just getting that response. And, um, it was, it was awesome, man. Like I've been watching wrestling probably just as long as you guys, if not longer, I might be a little older, but, um, but yeah, like since the eighties, I've been hugely into wrestling and it's influenced everything I've done. And, uh, you know, it's been through its ups and downs and its lows, but, um, it's always inspired a lot of the creative stuff that I do. So I started doing wrestling music and that was kind of how this thing actually, it came together through Orlando again I was out in Florida and uh, I got a message from Xavier Woods when he was at NXT uh, and he's like hey man I really like your music do you think like you, I can use one of your Mega Man songs to come to the ring with because at that time FCW was allowing them to use their own music and, uh, and I was like absolutely man so he came out to one of my Mega Man songs a few times and then he tells me like hey we got this crazy idea about the new day and they want to send us the Raw and like I don't know how it's going to work out but I'm really scared and then like fast forward they're like a history making tag team you know like the biggest thing in wrestling so oh, yeah. uh, watching that journey has definitely got me back into wrestling like hardcore to be like oh man that's a friend of mine and then to have the moment to go from that to like hey do you want to get in the ring and do a segment i'm like holy crap <laughs> so honestly i'm just a fan man and i want to just hope uh, like if i can maybe not even enhance but just maybe assist in any way to make in wrestling or something in wrestling cooler better more fun more colorful i'm all for it man i'm just just a big fan like everyone else is you know well, that's about awesome, man. Your hat, Deuce. What do you got on your hat oh, right I now? Oh, I got my AEW uh, hat. I'm rocking all the AEW merch. I've I gone see. all in, pun intended, on AEW. <laughs> I'm all about it. Like it, My TV is locked in on Wednesday night yeah. to uh, Dynamite, AEW yeah. Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, it's a great show, man. Man, it, it is. is stellar. That's what I was going to ask you. What's your thoughts, man? Because it's, it is blowing my tits it, off, man. Yeah, man like, awesome. I love it. That yeah. show is the best. Okay, so here's what I like and a little bit of what I think could get better and sure. will get better. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that it's, it's action-packed. 
You know what I mean? I come for the wrestling. I'm probably the in the minority in that case where, like, I just want to see great wrestling. Uh, all the storyline stuff, like, maybe, whatever. I just want to see great wrestling. And every show I've watched of Dynamite, from the moment you turn it on to the moment it ends, there's action and there's great wrestling. And, you know, it feels like it gets that old school WCW feel that I really love. But here's the, uh, not necessarily negative, but the other side of that. when when the entire tagline was let's change the world and change wrestling, I feel like I want to see some different things, you know? Uh, that's really my only thing. I want to see, I want to see them elevate the idea of even like television programming, you know, and the way that things are formatted. I know stuff has to be done a certain way to a certain extent, but even down to the segment lengths and everything, like it's almost identical in format to like what raw is doing or what smackdown's doing or even nxt so i would like to see them step a little bit outside of the traditional format for these shows and um and they need some more big names i think maybe even one or two not a not a huge amount because i'm really excited about learning about so many new guys but i feel like maybe one or two will take this thing over the top but i really love it as it is well, yeah, I, I agree. Um, and I think uh, AEW is doing a great job of bringing in um, talent that you may not have heard about that once you see them on, you're like, oh, I see the reason. They're doing Darby a good job. Darby Allen. Darby I mean, Allen is, is legit, man. That dude is. Yeah, absolutely. He is amazing. I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably my, fa- that was my favorite uh, pro wrestling match of that week was Jericho versus Darby Allen. I just thought that told a story. It was entertaining. Jericho was the full pain maker. Like, it was just really great storytelling. And that's. I love the in-ring action. That's like, I'm a moves mark, just to break me down a little okay. bit. I, when I was a kid, I told the story a lot to our other wrestling friends, but when I was a kid, I had a memo book, uh, mm. and I would learn the move when I would hear, I'd listen to it and what it's called, and I would write down the move. And I would write, mm. and, I would, and I would tape trade at that time. I had a friend that um, had got access to the stuff from Japan and Mexico and all that, and I became an Ultima Dragon fan, a huge fan of Ultima Dragon. And so like I would learn like you know what an Asai Moonsault is and like all the different call like you know for example you have the sunset flip power bomb also known as the yoshi tonic so like i would learn the japanese you know calls for it you know planches and pescados all that stuff so i was like a move mark and i still am to this day so i i I love watching good commentary and i think that's one thing that's kind of a breath of fresh air excalibur dude he knows every movie in the book the dude he's he's awesome but i like to have jr and Tony in there. Even I don't think they necessarily step on each other's toes yet, but they're they're learning each other's chemistry, you know. And I, I think they both bring some cool things to the table. Because I mean, for for Tony, this is like welcome home for him, coming, you know, homecoming, you know, Absolutely. coming back on TNT. I felt feelings hearing his voice on TNT again. You know, I was like, oh wow, like this feels like you know the '90s again. So, uh, so yeah, like the nostalgia bones plucked, but not just that. Like they're delivering. On right. the action and the content, I saw Jim Ross yelling at someone online, or maybe on his podcast, just saying like, "Don't ever think, don't say that I'm phoning it in." You know, things like that, like how that's so disrespectful to the art of broadcasting mm-hmm. when he's really studying and working hard. You know, yeah. as if this was like a new thing for him, even though he's a legend. You yeah. know, so that's been really cool to see, like see this stuff it's 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 unbelievable honestly i never thought i'd hear jim ross calling you know matches of all these guys that i've watched on the indies like it's it's really cool 
Yeah, and Sammy Guevara is a good a good note too. That kid, uh, I saw him two years ago at the Guilt Nightclub for Major League Wrestling, and I was like, this. <clears throat> even then, and Tony was actually doing commentary for Major League Wrestling at the time, uh, and I was like, this kid's got some talent, man. He he is in ring, high flying. You know, he's got a good look. Like he's, you know, mm-hmm. he's got all. He checks all the boxes, and I, I think it was really cool to see the opening match. Uh, and AEW Dynamite, Cody versus uh, Cody versus uh, Sammy Guevara, and I was like, man, that 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 told that puts a lot of faith and confidence in Sammy as well. Do like, hey, we're gonna put you on the spotlight and TNT, and so and he's you know with the inner yeah. circle and everything. Like they they definitely are trying to form their own faction, you know. And I oh, really for sure, appreciate and they're that. doing good with moving merch. Oh yeah. like I'm yeah. I've already bought a oh, ton yeah. of merch. You just look at Deuce. Yeah, He's yeah, got all like, the merch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bought more merch this week. I'm such a mark. But like, <laughs> oh my God. I like seeing like when I'm going out places now, I'm seeing AEW merch pop up. Like when I'm out at a theme park or like mm-hmm. if I'm just going out in general, like I'm seeing it out and about. So I'm like, all right, like this is building a, there's a wellspring that's building up right. with this. Um, yeah. My only thing is I, I want a little bit more storytelling. I want a little bit more backstage and storyline because it has been mostly focused on action. But mm-hmm. like if you watch Being the Elite, it kind of fills in some of those gaps. But they need yeah. to bring some of that over to the show because like yeah. if you're Joe Six Pack that's, you know, watching it on a Wednesday night after working hard all day, you're not going to YouTube and pulling up a YouTube show. You need to get some of that peppered in mm-hmm. you don't need a ton of it but just pepper in a little bit to give these guys some backstory and some history like private party and mm-hmm. i'm loving private party oh they're awesome oh, they awesome. are but, but yeah i i agree with that i think you need some story i mean wwe probably overdoes it when you watch raw there's like 30 minutes of recaps like yeah. but it's important they know that the casual person who's flipping by might not know why these two want to fight each other so you got to give a little bit of exposition so even if it were down to and i don't even know if that would translate well but showing clips of being the elite you know maybe during shows or in between segments just to kind of catch people up because yeah i don't want to have to go to a youtube channel to know what i'm watching so right uh yeah i would like to see that that as well oh and mjf what an amazing talent that guy oh, i saw him in major league wrestling as well a lot of these guys are they're pulling they pulled from major league wrestling like they they, they have good scouting or whatever they are they know them somehow or they're in the circle or whatever uh but like mjf is going to be the heel of this company faced i mean that guy can talk on the mic he's got a you know he's got a he's good he's in got, a ring he's got a good look he's, he's got a good mo- on he's the got stick that moxie. Like, yeah. he's got that you know he's got he the, lives the gimmick like this does. is like new I would say Miz almost like oh, yeah, yeah for sure definitely Miz vibes and Miz is probably a first ballot Hall of Famer at this point oh he's know? gotta be man like oh, is yeah. that even a debate yeah like, he's definitely because I've been a Miz mark for a minute like I loved him back when he was on a real world and a road rules challenge and then when he showed up on Smackdown for like I think it was like the half a million dollar challenge or whatever yeah. I'm like I'm all in on this kid I remember seeing him when he was tag teaming with John Morrison just like on house shows before he'd even oh, got yeah. called up and I was so like all in on him and I was a Miz mark for a while when you guys are like this idiot ain't gonna make it like this kid is not gonna like come on he's gonna be back to like doing road rules real world challenge 90 you know when they're all walkers here soon like he's not gonna you know he ain't gonna do this but i mean he's main event in wrestlemania with john cena and won by the way yeah so i mean you know he has done everything and he's such a company man like i love the guy and i still got love in my heart for wwe i didn't i didn't leave you that high and dry it's just 
the product for me right now is not something I want to watch, but AEW is checking all the boxes, and I'm like, woo, I'm all in, man. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so, yeah, the thing with me and WWE is, obviously, that's the brand. That's the big brand, right? That's the global brand that everyone is. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows. Uh, but for me, when I watch WWE, there's definitely a f- they're very formulaic. You know, there's a formula to them. And you kind of can predict it a little bit uh, as long yeah. as we've been watching. Uh, and they're 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 skirting the line because you know they they went to the TVPG era and that kind of changed the brand a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not going to ever go back to quote unquote the Attitude Era. You know, there's always its own thing. But this, I don't. Sometimes there's too many people to call up. There's too many people, and like NXT mm-hmm. for me, NXT is the best thing they have right now. Personally, I love mm-hmm. NXT. It mm-hmm. that is like. Their bread for me. That's why I watch WWE product, and now I like the fact that they're bringing talent back and making it like its own legit brand. Because yeah. now that Finn Balor is like, hey, I'm here. I'm gonna do stuff, you know, and like, and they're bringing. Did he go back to NXT? Well, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's full time, yeah. but he's definitely here. He's he's been here. Uh, he's he's committed, you know. Oh, wow. And and Johnny Gargano is saying that this is there's no calling up. This is this is NXT, you know, like making it its own special brand, like. It's not just like, oh, it's under the WWE umbrella. Man, you know? if I was him in NXT, I wouldn't want to leave. I'd be like, I know. You know, like, you know, I know you want to call me up, but let's like, let's hold off on that. Cause like, mm-hmm. I feel like when they get called up, it's like they're hot for a minute and then they don't know what to do with them. Right. That's like, the problem. Bobby yeah. Roode. Look at Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode was like the biggest yeah. thing going, had the best entrance to the game, and now he's like an afterthought. Right. So yeah. I'd be like, no, I'm just going to ride it out in NXT. Hey, poor Dolph Ziggler. Poor Dolph Ziggler. I've been loving that kid forever. <laughs> and I, I feel like they, they haven't done anything with him since he was with Big E and uh, AJ Lee. AJ Lee. AJ That's Lee. the last yeah. time he was relevant. I'm like, dude, how many years ago was that now? So, I wouldn't mind seeing him in NXT as no, well. Same here. I wouldn't mind seeing him in AEW exactly. well, personally. Look at, but yeah. look at, look at fa- <laughs> the police squad or the fashion squad. You know, yeah, Fandango and, yeah. uh, and Tyler Breeze coming back. Like, they're loving it being in NXT again. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't, I hated the fact that people were like, oh, calling up to the main roster. That that, it goes I think insulting. that's gone by the wayside yeah. now. Yeah, it's insults and it's undermining what they're doing there because yeah. these guys are having phenomenal matches there. You know, some of the best WWE matches I've seen in the last five years were in NXT. Right. You know, so absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's its own brand, which is good to see. I'm happy about and that. And some of the best commentary too. Mauro Ronello. Oh my God, that dude Monster. knows every move under the under the sun. But he's so <laughs> he passionate. Does. He's so like you just you get excited when you hear his voice. He's just like. When he calls out a move, are you like writing it down? Like, wait a minute, let me go get this. Yeah, oh, man. Okay. First one I heard, oh, she go around, she. I was yeah. like, wait, what's that? Yeah. And then, and then like, he's like, he's calling moves I haven't heard called in years. Like, yeah. the, he's like, proverbial tree of woe. I'm like, holy shit, I haven't heard that move called in. I don't think Michael Cole has ever said that word before. Like, oh, it man. got, I was marking out so hard. See, Megarand, you think this is all fun and games, but you need to sit next to him at a pay-per-view because it gets <laughs> annoying AF because he oh, will no. call out every move. And it's like, bro, I got commentary coming through the surround sound. I don't need you. Like. They got this, bro. They got it. Like, oh, <laughs> let them do their guy, job over there. So, oh man, my dude G One, he does the same. Like at a live event, yeah. he'll give you the play by play. Like, oh, great sunset flip on the outside. Oh my god! Like, and I'm like, bro, it's okay. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, we just He's like so I said, Deuce and I are just a couple of marks. Like we, yeah, we like love, we just love it, and yeah. it's it's fun to me. Like in my life now that I've gotten older, I. 
you weed out all the stuff that doesn't make you happy and you just keep the stuff that makes you really happy and like wrestling just makes me really happy so like so i keep it you know i just kind of keep with it because it's one of those things i can always go to i always have a good time it's like pizza even if it's bad pizza (laughs) it's still pizza exactly you know That's true, man. Wrestling is like that for me. Yeah. Do you feel like there's too much wrestling to watch right now? Or have you just made conscious decisions to watch what you like and just <laughs> that's it? I think for me, it's watch what I like. Because like, I record Raw. I record SmackDown. Nine times out of ten, I don't watch them. I watch AEW live every week. Now, SmackDown, what I'm doing, I've got a really good setup in my living room. I've got a big screen TV and I got a projector. So Friday night's like my game night. So I'll be playing video games and on the projector I'll have SmackDown going. So I can watch what's going on on SmackDown. And if it's something really good, I can pause it, flip it over, get the sound on for it, and like rewind it, see what's going on. But for me, like I said, I'm pretty much all in on AEW, and, and I feel like a bad fan. I haven't watched Ring of Honor in a minute because we were when it was mm-hmm. Cody and the Bucks and the Bullet Club. We were all in on yeah. Ring, Ring of Honor, Honor was we were actually like bring, every pay per view. Uh, well, we were going to every live show, but now well they were bringing they were yeah. Ring of Honor was also getting us our performers on yeah. for us to interview like Flip yeah. Gordon and all them. Like it was really cool. Like, yeah, because we had a good relationship yeah. with Ring of Honor, and they right. were sending us people to interview. Right, it was really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. learning. Cool. Yeah, the yeah. ins and outs, you know, and learning where and to see where they were. We we yeah. interviewed Flip Gordon when he was only two weeks into Ring of Honor. Like, oh wow, that was yeah. and to see where he's grown. And Shane oh my, Taylor, Shane Taylor, yeah. and all of them. Like, they were yeah. all like in the very beginning of their like stage, you know, the infancy stages of Ring of Honor. And now they've all blown up, and it's so it's so cool to yeah. see them, you know, yeah. like how they how they worked work their butts and it was off. like these guys were on our show and that makes me feel good when i see that i'm yeah. like man maybe maybe like okay. a little itty bitty percent of what i did help him get right. there yeah so maybe just one yeah. person yeah <laughs> but maybe. yeah maybe that's awesome yeah, yeah. yeah. i yeah. met flip and, and shane that uh at super card of honor and they were both really super cool we had a moment man it was just so many surreal moments we got to ride the bus with the talent like to Madison Square Garden oh, wow. from Jersey. So we're just like sitting on the back of the bus and like right behind like Jeff Cobb and oh. right behind Shane Taylor and Jay Lethal and everybody. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. But uh but yeah, man, it was such a good time. Jay Lethal was also really cool with me. Like I did a freestyle. He was a champ at the time. And I'm up there freestyling, and he walked up on stage and handed me the world title and, like, put it on my shoulders <laughs> while I was rapping. I was like, oh, snap, that was cool. So um, it's so cool to see them. And, I mean, they have so much talent. I haven't been able to keep up with their programming lately, but there's a lot of talent around. And I think it's we're at a point where I, there's too much wrestling, you know? <laughs> like, I work on a podcast, a wrestling podcast with some buddies, and and we're just like, dude, just watch what you like, you know, and make sure and enjoy it. And uh, and be able to talk about it, and that's really all you can do. I think yep. if you if you're forcing yourself to watch everything, you're not going to be necessarily informed or enthusiastic about it, and you're not so going to have I fun think, anymore, right? Yeah, there's no fun in it if you're just doing it as a chore or homework. So I think it is the best way to just watch what you what you enjoy, you know. Well, yeah. and we're so lucky with the internet and Twitter and everything. There's so many wrestling websites where you can keep up with the news, kind of find out who won, who lost. I mean, WWE sends me push notifications on my phone all the time about different things going on. So I kind of know what's going on. So you I, know. Had, I had to stop that for a while because they were like spoiling matches. And I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, the spoilers, that that would make me upset. I'm like, come on, don't spoil the freaking result. 
I want to watch it. Yeah. So I it off after a while. But uh, but yeah, man, I've been I've been definitely loving AEW. I'm looking forward to catching a live event soon. And um, yeah, man, it's just it's such a great time to be a wrestling fan. I think that's really what it comes down to. And I think the same with even video games, uh, comics, anime, TV in general. Like we're just at a great time for entertainment. And um, you know, Disney Plus is coming soon. Like oh, we're yeah. a, we're stoked for that. Yeah, we're just at a really good time for entertainment. You know, this is like the best time to be a couch potato in your life. Hundred <laughs> percent agree. Yeah, I actually had a couple questions about uh, music production. Um, not that right. you have to spoil the secret sauce or whatever, but like, what? Do, is there any certain programs you use? Is there any like? Because when we aud- edit our audio, we go through Adobe Audition or Adobe Premiere to edit the nice. audio. Uh, so use the old version of Adobe Prim- uh, Audition called Cool Edit Pro. Oh, uh, that's right. Way back in the day, I used to record my vocals on that. And when oh, I did okay. the first Black Materia album, I did that. Um, I was on a cracked piece of hardware, a software, <laughs> and then I later went on to buying my own stuff. And now I record on Pro Tools. and um, But when I'm doing music production, it's with Reason. Uh, I just got Reason 11. I love it a lot. I can't speak highly enough about it. Um, but I hadn't used it since like eight. And I've seen a lot of great improvements. So my newest album I'm working on now will be primarily produced on Reason. Um, I love the freedom of being able to just play keys. And even if I don't really know a bunch of scales, I can kind of mess up and screw up and come back. Right. You know, I, I really enjoy that. Uh, so yeah, I'm mostly on that. I use... Um, I used to use Audacity a whole lot just to kind of edit my stuff. Um, I think for live like recording, I, I still sometimes do that when I'm like out of the show. If I'm doing a live version of a podcast, I'll just open up Audacity or uh, what's the other thing? Um, even GarageBand, you know, oh, like yeah. once in a while. Yeah. But um, I love Logic and Reason. Those are my two, my weapons of choice, so to speak. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's it is really a good time for for you know DAWs and and audio engineering and all the different things you can do and like like back at our other studio we have uh, I think I have like I don't know seven eight guitars and I've got a bass I've got pianos like my wife and I we met in um, um, music college music college essentially uh, over here in Polk County and uh, that's how we met she's a classically trained singer so and. So the two of us kind of are starting to write our own stuff just because it's fun. It's a way, like, you know, it's a way of expression, right? Uh, so for Absolutely. us, it's it's just really fun to get together and, and, and write music together and, uh, uh, I don't know, just let it out. Like, w- w- it's like, I tell her, she's like, I have a toner, you know? It's like, I, I, I want to mm-hmm. record or I want to write a new piece of music. <laughs> My toner is yeah. really big right now, you know, like, and she gets it. So they, I think nice. all of us have like the, you go, you can go through dry spells and all that stuff. But like, I think music is a big port, big part of our life. Um, you know, it's mm-hmm. a soundtrack to our lives, right? Music. So it's, Absolutely. it's very important. And it's for us, we're, Deuce and I are just two guys sitting under the learning tree. Like we always yeah. love to mm-hmm. learn stuff uh, from meeting That's people awesome. like yourself. Like we love to learn that stuff. We love to uh, mm-hmm. talk shop, so to speak. Uh, and it's yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, th- to be honest, like Deuce said earlier, other than yeah. the beer write-offs, like we just love just learning things because, like you know, <laughs> you, the whole thing about learning and about living life to the fullest. Like I know those yeah. are cliche things, but they're really true. You know, you're not guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like enjoy life while you can. 
have fun, meet people. It's, I don't know. It's just really. No, yeah. I'm with you. Like, yeah. anytime we have. We're getting philosophical now. Yeah, but, you know a little I mean? bit. Like, but, uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to cry now. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> but no, like, anytime we have an artist like you on or we have a wrestler on, like, or a celebrity, like, we like sitting under the learning tree and listening. Like, how did you build your brand up to here? How did you get to where you are? Because, right. I mean, you have a huge brand. Uh, I mean, the Mega Rand brand, in my opinion, I think is really big. Like you right. say the name Mega Rand, like that's huge. Like I told some of my, some of my friends that are in our close little knit group, like, hey, you can't you can't spill the beans, but like we're gonna have Mega Rand on it. They're like, you serious? You're gonna have yeah. Mega Rand on it? I'm like, uh, yeah. And like they were like freaking out. Wow. They're like, you better tell me when that episode Dude. drops, man, because like I want to hear uh, it. Orlando, Florida awesome. loves you, by the way. So you, you I, and I love Florida. And I was yeah. about to say it could just be a Florida thing. I, in Florida, I'm much bigger than anywhere else in the world. So, uh, but Florida has been the first state to like really show Mega Rand love. Like when I created the black material the first show i played was called nerdapalooza in orlando oh, okay, and yeah. uh and since then it's been whether orlando or tampa or miami or jacksonville or uh fort myers or any place that i've played there like there's always just been a lot of love and support you guys are just a nerdy state i think in general there's just a lot of geeks and nerds and uh, people who love like to support the things that they love and uh we're lucky for, for that so uh orlando is definitely like my home away from home uh so the answer the question of how i started or how the mega ram brand got <laughs> to be anything it was just me um just trying to fill a need like i always said like just knowing that i, I remember googling like is there a video game hip-hop and there isn't there wasn't at the time and i was like oh okay well then let me just try to make that and see if it can make it without being corny you know that was like my main thing i was like this this could be really terrible and cheesy but or it could be fun if you take it seriously so I took it seriously. I wrote songs from the perspective of Mega Man, you know, like, well, Mega Man is a robot who was created and he's trying to save the world, but he's got these choices he wants to make, but he can't, you know? So I thought it was interesting to jump into those characters. And, uh, and that just led to me falling into a subgenre called nerdcore and meeting a bunch of other artists who do that. And then from there, I was like, oh, well, maybe all the other things I love, I can turn them into songs. So I did an album called Matt Mania, which was about wrestling. So I took like New Day's theme or Ric Flair's theme or Macho Man's theme and then did songs over them and uh, put that on the internet. That did pretty well. And uh, and then kind of here I am now, like I play wrestling events, I play gaming events, I play, you know, hip hop events anime events you know so it just comes from embracing the things that you love and and just you know making them a bigger part of your life you know which is a crazy lesson but it actually works yeah and i the think things I'll... that you know, your mom says sorry to cut you off the things that your mom says like these aren't going to get you anywhere like stop wasting your time with are the things that could become your freaking livelihood you know a hundred percent agree and i also the way the way deuce and i look at it it's a lot of this is you know organic word of mouth you know like a friend tells their friend and their friend tells their friend and then all of a sudden you have a cycle of people a group of people that like what you do and it's a really cool feeling to see it that way uh and it's it's powerful it is and also it's networking like if we'd never met kent ward and made friends with him we never would have set up this interview or same thing like i'm a big fan of like reaching out to people on twitter and people like just it through Twitter and like hitting them up. Like we got so many interviews from wrestlers. I never thought would give us a time of day just by sending a, well, them Al a DM. Snow was one. Al Snow. Yeah. I mean, dude, Al yeah. Snow. We're yeah. like, 
that was so random. We're like, yeah, I'm just going to hit him. Because the worst thing they could say is no, no, thank you. Yeah. And that's it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. It pays to ask, you know? Sometimes yeah. that's that's the hardest part. Once you get over that, it gets a little easier, you know? Trust me, that's I've awesome. had a lot of practice with women in my life telling me no. So, like, <laughs> having some random person on Twitter telling me no is not going to hurt my feelings that much. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I, it really doesn't bother <laughs> me. So, you know, like, I get it. But, I mean, you know. Say what? Yeah, that's exactly what you did. Yeah, I've I've had enough enough rejection in my life, so it doesn't scare me for someone to say no. Yeah, they don't add to the pile, you know. To my music, <laughs> it's, it's all right. <laughs> well, I had a question for you, and I apologize because viewers can't see this amazing shelf you've got behind you with all your collectibles and stuff. <laughs> you have traveled all over the world. Do you have one particular piece in your collection that's like your piece de resistance? Are your like favorite thing that you had that you've collected over your travels? Yeah, there is, and I don't know if you can see it in my corner, but there's a Mega Man bead sprite that's giant. That like, thing right is huge, there. man. Oh wow, it is huge. And I got it in Orlando after a show. A buddy of mine was like, "Hey, my son made something for you," and I'm like, uh, "Okay, what?" And he brings me a photo, like a giant, um, like picture frame. And it's inside the picture frame when he turned it around. It was like with glass on it. That's the only way I could transport it home safely without it breaking. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is all made of beads. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's so perfectly done. So it's Mega Man. That's not X, is it? No, that's 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 retro Mega Man in a, in a sprite motion when he first gets a weapon upgrade. And it's so well done. This thing has taken like thousands of beads to create. And I was just like, somebody would take that kind of time to do something for me is incredible. I got to keep this in good shape and bring it home. Sometimes at the end of tour, I'm like a I'm like a Katamari ball, if you know what that is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where I'm just picking up junk not junk but just things people give me throughout the road but this was something i'm like oh man i gotta get this home because this is amazing it is so uh but yeah i mean i knew that something like that takes so long to bake that, that was like thousands of beats and for that kind of effort i'm like oh i gotta treat this thing like the prize it is and make sure it gets home safely and it's gonna go on my wall in a prominent place where i'm gonna see it and uh yeah most of my walls filled with stuff that fans have given me but uh that's like my prized possession because i know how long that takes like that was not an easy job right <laughs> takes a lot of time and effort and passion to be able to do something well like i that. also love that now that he moved his his camera up i can see he's got a poster for black materia behind him above his tv because we've mm -hmm. gotten a lot of happy hour with johnny and deuce like people have made us paintings and stuff like that i've got them all over my house and i kind of feel like a narcissist because i'm like i've got all this Let's stuff about my podcast yeah show there's our yeah. logo someone oh, yeah wow. someone painted for us up. yeah there's nothing wrong with that dude this yeah, is the home cool. of your podcast yeah Where exactly so like I, I have it like all in my living room i've yeah. got it all over the house and sometimes i'm like man i feel like tony stark like <laughs> I, i'm just kind of being a narcissist but i'm like you know what no you need to be proud of what you do because if you're not proud of what you do nobody else is going to be proud of it so yeah. you really gotta you know you put the work in and you did the work and you grinded to get where you are so you you've got to show it and display it as proudly as you feel about it Absolutely. That's the truth.
Well, Megaran, we want to thank you so much for coming on. And actually, we have one small favor for you. We are doing what we're calling Spicy Deuces. And it's going to be our episode of basically Hot Ones, where we're going to do the Hot Wing Challenge. We would love for you to send us a question for us so we can have a celebrity question that we can answer while we're eating spicy wings. If that's something you'd be at all interested in doing. (laughs) We're going to yeah, tape it, absolutely. too. At, we'll be on YouTube and all that as well. So we're uh, going to have oh, a podcast wow. form and a yep. uh, video form. And it just oh, okay. so our fans can know. Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> I, well, it's yeah. like I told Johnny. I'm like, once yeah. we eat these spicy wings, we're going to drop some spicy deuces. Like, well, for sure. I just ate some Indian food today. So I'm oh, gonna- yeah. <laughs> Those spicy deuces are on the way. That's going to double as an alarm clock for you, my friend. So uh, <laughs> you don't even have to worry about that. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. But if anybody wants to hit us up, you can hit us up at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com and send your questions and just put spicy deuces in the subject line because we're sending them to Brandy because we don't want to read them. And Megaran, if you could send us one to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com, we'd really appreciate it. We'd love to have a celebrity question in there, you know, just so we can have somebody celebrity wise to send us one to add to it's the like, pile of questions. This guy knows Johnny and Deuce. Yeah. What? I got you. <laughs> Uh, I got you. Yeah, uh, we really appreciate taking your time out of your busy schedule. And we're looking forward to Warriors of Light. It's going to be November 9th. Super stoked at the Abbey Orlando. Uh, you can go to ongakuoverdrive.com uh, to get tickets or warriorsoflight.brownpaperbag to get uh, tickets as well. So and get them early so you can yep. save five bucks. Yep. So get them early. definitely get yeah. them early. We're going to be there. Yep. We're going to be like Wayne's World with our press badges. We're going to be just <laughs> showing them to everybody, even people that don't matter matter like the bartender we're going to be showing him to just just because we got him <laughs> yeah uh but megaran how can they find you oh man well you can get any music of mine through megaranmusic.com you can get merch at megaranmerch.com and you can go to megaran.com it's my normal blog and of course i'm on twitter at Megaran, which looks like Meg Ryan when you're not really looking all the way through. You might think that at first, but it's not. So Mega Ran, that's where you find me. <laughs> well, you've been a spectacular guest. We appreciate it. You've been super humble and Thanks. super nice. Uh, take time out of your schedule, really. You're you you live up to your image and your. Uh, <laughs> You know, everything that people say about you, you've lived up to it. So we appreciate well, thank it. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you guys for being dope. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank Definitely. you, Megaran. You have a good night, buddy. All right. All right. We'll see you November Peace. 9th. Yeah, yes. we'll see you at the show, man. All right. Excellent. Bye. All right. Well, you can find us at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. Also, like we said, send us your questions for spicy yep. deuces to HH Podcast Show at gmail.com. Absolutely. Also, you can hit us up at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And you can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast to check out all of our amazing episodes. Also, we're going to go see Buck, the Mega Buck, very yep. soon from Retro Game Treasure. And you want to send us your questions for Buck. Uh, put ask the buck in the subject line and put HH podcast show at gmail.com. That's the, the, uh, that's the email address it that you want to, that yep. you want to send them to. And don't forget to put happy hour in the promo box. When you right. go to retro game, treasure $2 off, yep. $2 off your order. So you definitely want to do that. And when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags you want to put in hashtag happy hour podcast, hashtag HH podcast show. And as always hashtag deuces, deuces on, on the, the loose. loose later. See you.
don't blame it. Yo, it's killer be killed. Mess around the blood and get spill of the fill. I'm crazy. We filling my pills. Ain't no use in anybody telling me chill. Or calm down, cause it's on now. Catch you when you guard down, take your squad down. Whether it's a big city or a small town. Lay your back down, you can catch around. Be the next down, let down. I've been bringing it home, it's been a minute. Anything you're dreaming of doing, I better did it. Banana from the beginning, I'm cooking this like a skillet. I never know where the limit. I kill it until it finished. Now I come in the party to catch a couple of bodies. Got you feeling all warm like a cup of Bacardi. I had enough of the problems and I'ma need it, but definite. You asked for it long enough, you end up getting it. I rush down, leave your whole team shut down. Gun down like a cowboy, your sundown. I'm in here, boy, what now? What Make now? a tough ground with the arms up like a touchdown From the underground to top of the heap I got a crumble in this run away, I'm rocking a beast My head is stopping, get it popping in the squash and the beef Pretend a competition, knocking to eat Now let's get it, let's get it. Put him up, put him up, let me see your head See your head Fight back, like with no one before, forget your white flag, or we're going to 